What's up, guys? Saturday morning. I've been thinking a lot about this whole the whole DeFi thing, but like the yield and the compounding and all that. And many of you know a book that probably had a bigger impact on me than any other was The Slight Edge. I read that maybe 10 years ago. And I would encourage anybody, if you've never read that, to go read The Slight Edge or Atomic Habits, which really just boils down to the, the idea that everything in life compounds. It's like your behaviors compound, your emotions compound, your energy compounds, your money compounds. Like every decision and experience compounds, whether it be good or bad. And the more conscious you can be of those decisions, the better. And we grew up, or I should say, I and a lot of people in crypto grew up in a world where we just didn't assume that there was any, that the financial market compounding was a, was a, real, like a real thing. You know, savings kind of stopped becoming about saving money, like saving dollars or euros or wherever you're located, and became about saving conservatively in the stock market or in the bond market. And we, we got used to this idea that 1% to 2% yields were, you know, from a dividend or from, a, from an interest rate were just kind of how it is. Whereas 50 years ago or 40 years ago, getting 5 to 10% just on having a credit deposit, you know, a CD or a bond or cash was very realistic. There was such thing as risk-free return. You know, real rates is different, you know, inflation adjusted returns, but for the most part, that mentality held true. You know, you could just save money conservatively and get a return on it. And that has since gone away and moved everybody up the risk curve, you know, the risk curve into capital gains, which you could see obviously in cryptocurrency uh, from the get-go. Uh, and you're seeing it in the stock market. You've seen the stock market for the last 10 years where most money is not going into dividend type investing. Most money is going into capital gains type of investing. And, and why not, right? Like you can make 20% on a stock in a month, or you can, you can sit on a stock and make 3% each year, like a high dividend stock, 3% each year with volatility. It's going to take you five years to make the same amount of money you can make in, 20, in, in one month. So like it makes sense that with the money getting sucked out of the yield side of the curve and into the capital gain side of the curve, why that happens. Now, the reason I think that this is really important is because it, it makes it difficult to justify moving a lot of money into a new innovative way to get yield because for, for it to be attractive, it needs to be what these high crazy, uh, you know, DeFi yield farming liquidity mining type of re returns are, you know, you, people are expecting to make a couple percentage points a day, you know, BitConnect level returns, uh, you know, 100% AP, APR, APY, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, something with, you know, six to 10% on an API, you know, a yielding, a, a yearly yield return doesn't seem to make a lot of sense from a risk standpoint. But what I, would, what I would challenge people to think about is this idea of what if we're entering a new era where the yield curve shifts back and uh, you know, eventually it kind of has to. It's probably going to break a lot of things in the system when it does. But if you look at the bond market, which is essentially the, like the ultimate uh, proxy, it's the ultimate leading domino in terms of what the what the U.S. dollar is going to do, which drives the euro dollar rates, you know, and, and all the kind of LIBOR, the, the main instruments that drive currency rates. Uh, 
And, and if you look at the U.S., let's say, 10-year bond rate, it has nowhere to go. I mean, yeah, it could go a little negative, probably won't. But the bond market is clearly signaling an end of deflation. Um, it doesn't mean it's over yet. I mean, it could it could last for a while, uh, depending on how this pandemic, like, you know, how global GDP goes. But eventually, that bond curve is going to sell off. Like yields are going to have to go up because there there's just too much money, and the stock market cannot absorb all that money. It has to go somewhere else. Some of it will obviously go to gold. Some will go to crypto. But the capital gains thing can only go for so long. It has to move somewhere else, and the bond market is going to demand yield. And the reason why I bring that up is when it does, uh, it's probably going to be pretty severe. You're going to see pretty severe inflation. It's going to drive pretty severe rates. And when that happens, uh, you're going to see a new opportunity where maybe we get something like stagflation, and all of a sudden, the way to make money is going to go back into uh, you know, dividend type investing, uh, interest rate type investing. Like that's what happens in inflationary regimes. We haven't had one in a very, very long time. So people just kind of forgot about it and assume that it's not going to happen. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think the DeFi thing, the, the exact same way that the crypto market in many ways kind of preluded into the stock market turning into this giant bubble of, of people just obsessed with capital gains, I'm starting to wonder why can't, you know, why doesn't this start to make people really interested and really obsessed with this idea of getting high yields in new things in, in the markets? Now, does that mean that you're going to make huge money off of yields? No. But what it does mean is that when you look at your money, when you look at your portfolio, especially when you're looking at the, the fiat dollars, the stable coins, you stop brushing off the things that could make six to ten percent. The way you could make if you just go stake your tether on Binance or, or any of these these, you know, other than like USA um, exchanges, you can you can make a yield off of your off of your fiat currency. And when you start to think about all of the money in your account constantly producing money, you don't get the same FOMO feeling of like, oh man, maybe I should be really gunning for this. Um, you know, this 10x return or whatever it may be, in the future, the, the winners are going to be the people that can maintain their buying power. They can, they can wrap their head around this positive compounding effect. And it seems counterintuitive because we've just, we've, we've been growing up and uh, not, yeah, like not growing up, but like maturing as investors and as traders, many of us, some of us are older than that, in this world where everything is built around growth and capital gains. And what I'm saying is that the DeFi thing is telling us something, the same way the yield curve is trying to tell us something, the bond market is trying to tell us something, that the future may be in how you can get yields. And if you don't wrap your head around that now, you're going to not be able to, you're going to chase the capital gains when the money is clearly moving into yields. In other words, if you don't accept that that's where the money is going, where that's where the returns are, you're going to get stuck chasing capital gains in an environment that doesn't offer capital gains. Obviously, there's always going to be capital gains available on things like Bitcoin and many of these, you know, supply-based mechanics. Like there's, there's, I don't disagree with that. 
What I am saying though is that the mindset will shift. It's going to be harder and harder to get these huge 10x returns uh, with any real money. Like, yeah, you can always get up 10x on some crappy Uniswap thing, but like you can't make a lot of money on that. You can't build a business off that. You can't invest on that. And I think that this whole new idea of thinking about yields, waking up every day and saying like, how is all of my money working for me that's not built on how is it working for me in terms of prices going up, thinking about how am I, how's it working for me in terms of producing a positive yield that's beating inflation, that's compounding on my behalf until we get back into a growth-oriented scenario. And I think that that's why so many people are missing out on this DeFi thing, the, especially like the craziness of it, because they just, it's not the way that people are, are used to making money. People are used to making money and buy low, sell high. That's, that's what people are, are used to right now. And what I'm trying to, what I'm starting to realize is that I think that the big money isn't going to be available like that anytime soon. And you better figure out how to wrap your head around the, the idea of getting really good yielding returns until that regime comes back. And so many people are, are going to get left in the dust because they just keep, they keep trying to trade buy low, sell high the way they've been doing it for 15 years when people are going to, to put their money into slow-growing, very, very high-yielding things the way that they're doing in crypto. And in five years from now, they're going to be the ones that made all the money, uh, which, which is so counterintuitive until you think about what happens if markets just go sideways for 10 years, which could easily happen if you, if you really think about it. So that's something to think about. And there's obviously a ton of risk involved. There's access problems, like you got to find the right places to go and exchanges and, and assets. If you don't like crypto, you know, maybe put it into real estate or there's just not a lot of liquid funds that offer high yields because right now, like you can't have a yield without a lot of risk. And if you think back to when interest rates are like 10% and you're getting 10% on a, a savings account, you know, you think about how much risk was involved in things like AOL stock or like Microsoft, right? That's why IPOs could come out at $15 million valuations because there was so much risk involved in the capital gains type of investing. And now it's switched where it seems like there's all this risk involved in yield investing and I, I, don't th- I think that that's actually not the case. I think that yield, yielding your money and your assets is where the next big opportunity is. It just won't be 100x. It's going to be like you're just able to grow your money. And that in itself is the win, which none of us have experienced. That's why, it's so, that's why it seems so risky right now. And like, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But that's what I'm betting on. And if I were you, I would definitely go audit all of your assets and ask yourself, if these went sideways for five to 10 years, would I still make any money? And if the answer is no, you need to figure out how to, make, how to change that, how to adjust that so that you do guarantee that you're going to make money, risk-adjusted risk returns, um, or at least start thinking about that. All right, peace out.